You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. And welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Our audience demographic is 98% business owners and executives who listen to learn from our guests. If you're interested in reaching these top decision makers, then advertising on our radio show may be the answer. Each month, our sponsors gain valuable exposure through their support of our program. Last month, we delivered over 37, got that? 37 highly targeted sponsor impressions. To learn more, contact our VP of Sales, Rose Chamora, 951-515-4661. 951-515-4661. All of our shows can be found from our website, Critical Mass for F-O-R, business.com. Our second guest today is Chuck Wall. He is CEO and founder of Power Market Group. Welcome to the program. Hey, Rick, how are you? I think it's Market Power Group, isn't it, Chuck? Yes, it is. I apologize for that. That's not that's my fault. My producer told me this is the right name, and here I am all excited to have you on the program, and I, and I muffed it, I tell you. So let's talk about your background, Chuck. Tell us a little bit about your experience. Well, I'm one of those uh, serial entrepreneurs that got started very early in the, uh, in the game after a few years of uh, working for the man, as it were, for, uh, in the broadcasting industry. I decided to venture out and start my first manufacturing business back in the 1980s. And then over the last however many years that is, I guess we've been fortunate enough to successfully launch seven companies. And, of course, a few along the way that weren't quite as successful. We don't, we don't really talk about those too much, do we? But we've done everything from manufacturing to radio broadcasting to uh, insurance. And then uh, really much of the last 15 years has been in advertising, marketing, uh, research, technology, and, of course, the Internet. So we've got a interesting uh, way to see business, mainly because we've been involved in it for so many years. So what is Market Power Group then? What is What does your firm do, and how do you help clients, and why would a client choose you over other options? Well, when we started the firm back in the uh, late 90s, we, uh, we primarily were focused on cutting-edge marketing built around uh, kind of a foot in the old, uh, the, let's say, uh, mainstream media and advertising, along with this new emerging technology of the Internet and what it was doing. Um, as we have matured along with the market, we've really become much more of a problem-solving consulting firm built around the customer. Um, in, in our work over the past 20 years or so, we've always been intimately involved in trying to understand the unmet needs of the customer and what jobs they're really trying to accomplish. <clears throat> and that led us to um, interview over 100,000 uh, consumers really over the past decade or so for a, a wide variety of clients and industries. So we do a lot of that as well in terms of actually in the field, uh, meeting and talking and watching and listening to uh, to real customers trying to understand what they're all about today. And as you can imagine, it's uh, it's really uh, <laughs> it's, it's an unprecedented time because of the amount of control that uh, customers have today. And that's why I, it's only one of the reasons, Chuck, and I'm speaking with Chuck Wall. He is CEO 
and founder of Market Power Group. Uh, one of the reasons why when Peter Broiler, our business partner in uh, Texas, suggested you and your firm to be on Critical Mass, the radio show, I was excited to have you on the program because I, I think we're seeing a sea change in how much power consumers now have over the buying cycle and the buying decisions. I know you recently published a book, and, and I'd like you to maybe give us a little bit of sense. Can you talk about the meaning and motivation behind this book? Uh, the, uh, the the main thrust of that is that we believe that we needed a more modern way to express the old uh, adage that the customer is king. Um, the thing is, is that most of us in business, really, the truth is, pay lip service to the customer's role. You know, when the customer's not in front of us, our eyes roll and we we mutter certain comments. In fact, it comes down to that we really truly believe in many cases that our customers are just flat out crazy. And or annoying. As I, right? Or they're annoying. <laughs> well, definitely annoying, but to the point, particularly today with the platform of the Internet, um, we can see example after example of really almost crazed behavior, and I'm not excusing that, but what I am saying is that we really have to reverse that. We have to flip that upside down and really work on developing customer crazy cultures. So they may be a little uh, off out there in terms of their craziness and demands, but the truth is there are customers, and if we're going to survive, uh, there's not an endless number of them ready to come in the door or go to our websites. Um, so we've got to really lay down the tent poles to build customer crazy cultures that allow us to understand what they are, you know, what they're doing today. And the book really was based upon looking at patterns of behavior that we had seen over and over again. And so we call those the nine powers of the, uh, of the customer. And we think that they equally fit, whether it's a, uh, a business to a consumer business or a business to business uh, business. It's really true of all industries today because people aren't really compartmentalized. They're really just people, and uh, we have to begin to look at them in that in that way. I think. So, uh, what role has technology played in empowering the customer in, from your research? Wow, that is <clears throat> such a great question because. The easiest way I can explain that, let me tell you two kind of quick stories. Um, it doesn't matter, for instance, of your middle market uh, CEOs and owners and presidents that might be listening to this. If at 4 o'clock today, for instance, a consumer went on southwest.com and made an easy uh, reservation on Southwest Airlines, you know, in just minutes, at 4.15, if they come to your website, they're going to have the exact same uh, expectations of performance. Right. So if, you're, if the functionality is not there, they're gone in 20 seconds. In a more practical uh, way, would say in store, uh, you know, it used to be if we had a bad meal at a restaurant, uh, you know, we might get up and leave or not tip well or whatever and tell the story the next day around the um, – uh, simply around the water cooler. Well, today, uh, technology means that with Twitter, I can sit there and tweet to my hundreds or thousands of followers or post on Facebook in real time while I'm having the bad experience. So <laughs> businesses that don't understand this are really shooting themselves in the foot, and they have to 
really engage actively both the positive and the negative. But to do that, they've got to understand uh, really the, the dynamics of this new market. So if someone would like to purchase Customer CEO, How to Profit from the Power of Your Customer, how do they find your book? Uh, easiest way to do it is to go to Amazon.com. Of course, Amazon. Order, of course. That's, that's almost... Yep. Or, or they can go to any of their uh, friendly neighborhood bookstores that might still be open. Good, good. Well, that's a good combination. I'm glad you... I'm glad you made that comment. Not the, I sell my books on Amazon.com, too. It's a powerful marketplace, and it really connects a lot of good uh, consumers with uh, great product, doesn't it? It's changed the market for sure. Yeah. It has. It's a, it was disruptive to many industries. Uh, the bookstores were the first, though. Uh, we're going to take our third and final commercial break here on Critical Mass Radio Show. When we come back, Chuck, I'm going to ask you to talk about how customers in the marketplace are actually the people with the most power and how you help middle market companies, because that's who listens to our show, middle market CEOs, realize this and utilize your tools and expertise. So stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back with Chuck Wall, CEO and founder of Market Power Group, after these words from our commercial sponsors. When it comes to pioneers in their respective industries, we all know the Apples, Starbucks, and Trader Joe's of the world. In the realm of recruiting, Decision Toolbox is the industry's best-kept secret. With 90% of their business from referrals and repeat customers, for over 20 years, Decision Toolbox's U.S.-based team of recruiters, sourcers, professional writers, quality personnel, and tech support has perfected a Six Sigma approach to talent management. No matter the size of the project, Decision Toolbox delivers incredible results. A cost per hire less than half of what contingency firms charge. With the winning candidate presented in an average of 14 days. All with a 12-month candidate warranty. With results like that, Decision Toolbox won't be a secret for long. Visit us at www.dtoolbox.com for more information. If you are an Orange County CEO or a business owner, this message is for you. Do you ever feel isolated with no place to turn for advice or feedback? Who holds you accountable to your commitments in your company? Where do you find the right resources to help you and your company grow? If you have had these questions, then Critical Mass for Business might be the answer for you. Critical Mass for Business is committed to helping you make better decisions through the power of peer learning. These are groups of peers who are running businesses just like you. CEO Peer Groups provides a great sounding board to test fresh ideas and new concepts, review your strategic plans and tactical goals, and present issues and opportunities for a critical discussion. The result is improved strategy, accountability, and improved business results. If you are interested in learning more, go to www.criticalmassforbusiness.com and learn about our CEO peer groups. CEO peer groups is a registered trademark of Critical Mass for Business. 
Imagine what it would feel like to lose everything. Your job, your home, your family, your dignity. This has happened to thousands of the men, women, veterans, and young adults we serve at Working Wardrobes. What do we do to help? We provide career development services, life skills workshops, job skills training. We provide the perfect interview outfit, and we get clients placed in jobs. Call Working Wardrobes, 714-210-2460. Donate, volunteer, invest, hire. And welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. We're having a good time today. I'd like to thank our acknowledge our listeners who download our show as a podcast. You've downloaded over 37,000 shows during the... Oops, that's a lie. You've downloaded over 12,000 shows during the last 30 days. We've had over 30,000 visitors to our site. And we here at the program appreciate your continued and growing support. All of our shows can be heard live exclusively here on radio station octalkradio.net or rebroadcast anytime from... Apple iTunes, Stitcher.com, or other business-oriented podcasting services. Our second guest today on the show is Chuck Wall. He is the founder and CEO of Market Power Group. Before the break, Chuck, I ask uh, you to be ready to kind of talk a little bit about, from your perspective, how customers in the marketplace are actually the people with the most power and how you help middle market CEOs understand this and then address that. Can, can you give us a little bit of sense for how you're doing that? Absolutely. You know, we all know in business, of course, that the customer has the, the purse strings. They can uh, choose to make or break us according to their ability to, to continue to do business with us. That's nothing new. What is different is this, uh, let's call it the entitled uh, demanding customer today that can really um, – uh, leave us quicker than ever before, mainly because there's so many competitive choices out there. So what we have developed over the years, we've worked with brands like Caterpillar and Verizon and uh, let's just say larger companies that um, can afford to put resources behind um, understanding the customers, spending a lot of money on market research. Very often, middle market companies don't have those resources. So what we've done is tried to create uh, a series of toolkits that allow uh, middle market companies to understand what the customer wants today, uh, what the customer experience is really about, and what those touch points are. It's so much more than customer service. It really is from the beginning of pre-relationship when they're just beginning to research a product or service to purchase, and then all the way to disposal, everything in between. That's a customer experience and a series of touch points that every uh, company needs to understand. The way you start doing that is with deeper insight. So often with, with middle market companies, I find one of the problems is particularly if it's the founder of the business they are using old assumptions which are no longer uh, really true. Uh, I was with a, a customer a few weeks ago. He had founded his business 17 years ago, and he was still using metrics from that first couple of years from 17 years ago as his rules of thumb. And once we went into the market and uh, did a little exploration for him, we found, frankly, that it was uh, almost 180 degrees difference. That accounted for his stagnation and really decline over the past few years. So at that point, 
you can uh, begin to build a new strategy to figure out how are we going to uh, uh, not just retain the clients we have, but really find the more profitable ones that uh, we want for the future. And that's what we do, I think, uh, pretty well uh, at, at every at every level across every kind of organization. And where are your clients? Are they in the great state of Texas? Do you do business with clients uh, outside of Texas? Give us a sense for the we, where your yeah we yeah we, we we absolutely do. Of course, we're we're here in the heart of Texas in Austin, but uh, we have for many years worked with companies in your fine state of California as well as all over the the U.S. So. Uh, we're really not restricted uh, at all geographically. It's just whether it's a good fit, whether the things that we do, uh, you know, align with the needs of, of what a, a client might be. Chuck, and I'm speaking with Chuck Wall, who is the founder and CEO of his own firm and a, a, a firm helping middle market companies. Market Power Group is the name of the firm. You, you talked earlier about um, the power that cons- customers have, and I know that you've defined nine powers that customers possess. And I'm wondering if you could, in the time that we have left, just give us a sense for maybe, maybe not all nine, unless you're up for it, but, you know, what are the key powers that um, people that are listening, CEOs of middle market companies, should take away from this interview today, Chuck? Well, let's, let's try it. The number one power today is the power of me. Everything is self-focused around that customer. The second thing they're always continually looking for is value. Value is, is still king no matter what shape the economy is in. People always are looking for better value. Next, they want performance. Whatever you're selling, it's got to perform at the highest level at all times. Next, they're looking for what I call the power of the heart. That is an emotional connectivity with brands they do business with. And then they look for things that are just simple. People are bombarded with complexity, and they're tired of it. The next is the power of yes. They're tired of being always told no by the companies they're trying to do business with. Next would be the power of the platform, and that's simply a a way of describing this two-way conversation that has to happen with uh, the Internet today with whatever tools that, you know, might be at hand. And the final two are interesting. It's what I call the power of rebellion. And it really is this. Quit taking yourself so seriously. Mm-hmm. Customers want to break the rules. Companies that we see, like Harley Davidson, as an example, are a great one in Kentucky called Big Ass Fans, literally are all about breaking the rules for their customers. It's like you're both in on the joke. And the final, and probably most significant, we found that all customers want the power of purpose, and that means they want to align themselves with companies that have very specific values that they can align with, Um, and and companies that aren't afraid to really put their vision, mission, and values up for all to see and then live by that standard as a way of of really building uh, servant-led businesses. Customers notice it, they want it, and they will flock to you if you're really willing to put that out right in front. Well, that's so those a, are what we believe. That's what we believe everyone's looking for today. That's a testament to your ability to, uh, and knowledge and intimacy with them that you could you could uh, go through all nine in a very thoughtful way and still have time left for the interview. Congratulations, Chuck. You must you must have been interviewed before about this subject, I guess. 
Once or twice. Yeah. 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 So, so, is it your experience in the research that you're doing that can, that customers are influenced by the relationship they have with vendors in one industry? to begin to expect that in other industries? In other words, if I'm a customer of Amazon or other companies that have a high service model and use technology and all that other stuff, do I begin then to expect that not just for my online experience with companies like Amazon, but for other places that I go and interactions that I have with other suppliers and, and people that I buy from? Absolutely. That's why when you look at really great brands like Ikea or Starbucks and just in terms of the you know the kind of service ideas they've been able to bring to a really you know commoditized kind of market, if now they come in your place of business, no matter what your size, their expectations are really the same. Um, so they know you know customers no longer really segregate these in their minds, and um, you know if you're Joe's discount laundry service. Just because it has the word discount doesn't mean that they're going to cut you any break in terms of their expectations. And that seems to me to be the opportunity then for a middle market CEO is she should look to other firms outside or his or her industry for innovation and bring it back into your industry before any, you know, if you're only looking at your immediate competitors, you may be stifling your own innovation because there may be some great things that are happening in different industries, and your customer may be experiencing those. And so by bringing them into your industry, you can resonate with your customer, but you can also outmaneuver your competitors who may not, maybe aren't looking so far afield. Yeah, as an entrepreneur, I had to learn the hard way that really the phrase best practice was really irrelevant. What matters is next practice. And if I can get out there exactly as you described, Rick, see what, you know, how these different businesses unrelated to what's going on in my field, what they're doing, and then what can I combine that's unique with my current offering to really make me different. Now, the difference is today, too, is that nothing, you know, nothing's in a vacuum. So you have to be prepared that your competitor is going to rip that off as quickly as possible. So innovation is never done. It's a, you know, it's the old thing about once you get into the river, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta keep paddling, and that's that's the fun as well as the challenge of business today. How do we keep innovating? Uh, and we do it by first understanding the needs of those customers, and then consistently innovating in what we bring them. Chuck, if someone would like to learn more about your firm, Market Power, how do they, Market Power Group, excuse me, how do they find you online? Very easy. They just go to marketpowergroup.com, and they can uh, read a little bit more about us. And if they would like to to visit with me, they can certainly do that. They can either reach me at chuck.wall at Market Power Group, or if they go to the site, they can easily email right from there, and someone will get back to them uh, right away. Well, I want to thank you for being on the program, being a friend of the program and an extension of critical mass into the Texas area from the community's perspective. You you were a thoughtful guest, and you're creating content that we can all learn from. So thank you very much, Chuck Wall, for being on our show today. Thank you, Rick. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I would like to thank our advertisers, Brandman University, Commercial Bank of California, Decision Toolbox, Smart Business Magazine, Succession Strategies, and Center Club of Costa Mesa. I'd like to thank our engineer for today, Paul Roberts. Crystal Nunley is our producer. 
Our guest coordinator is Kathleen Shepard. Social media manager is Asia Celestino. Our live events coordinator is Melissa Pedanti. Our VP of Sales is Rose Chamara. And I'm your host, Rick Franzi. If you'd like to learn more about Critical Mass for Business, or maybe you want to refer a future guest or advertise on our program, visit criticalmass4forbusiness.com. Until the next show, I hope all of your decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi, 